listening to Weekly Wisdom, the podcast of First Presbyterian Church in Haddonfield, New Jersey. This week's episode is a series of meditations that were shared by four of our confirmation class members when they were confirmed in church worship on February 5th, 2023. We hope that you'll enjoy these observations on Christian faith and living by the next generation of disciples of Jesus Christ. You might have seen me running around the church with my mom, singing in our church choir, or trying, and failing, to cook at youth group. This church has become one of my strongest communities, almost like my second home, and I truly thank all of you for welcoming me. Growing up, I struggled to find my own community. I've never prided myself in my social skills, though others often praise me on them. I'm told that people think that I'm great, that I'm likable, that everything's going fine. Even though I'm told these things constantly, every time I walk into a room, it feels like all eyes are on me, that I'm standing out. I've started to avoid joining communities because when I try, my brain thinks that everyone is secretly judging me, that I'm unlikable, that I'm a fraud. I don't feel like myself. I feel scared, insecure, and lonely. It's hard. In some ways, I feel that I can relate to Moses. Sure, we have many differences. Like how he was the prince of Egypt who parted the Red Sea with the strength of God. And I am an awkward teenager from New Jersey. <laughs> but we do have one thing in common. Our feelings of outcastness. We, don't, we both don't fit in with our respective social groups. But I hope that like Moses, I'll be able to make my own community one day. Verse 8 in Peter chapter 4 makes me think. It states, Above all, love each other deeply, because love conquers over a multitude of sins. I really like this verse because it's true. Love does conquer sin. And I feel that when we all love each other, we can stop hate and truly live in God's image. One of the few places that I found refuge was in church. Sometimes I feel like God guided me to come here more often because he knew that I'd feel safe. So I joined choir and bells and it's always the highlight of my week. Whether it's singing our newest song, besting each other in musical chairs, or yelling absurdities at each other, we are a community. And honestly, I count myself lucky to be included in this community, as chaotic as it is. Standing out is hard. Despite what a lot of people say, it's never easy. But it's become a part of my life that I'm beginning to get more comfortable in. So thank you, Mom and Dad, for teaching me to branch out and expand my communities. Thank you, Peter and Mrs. Wainwright, for hosting choir and helping me grow. Thank you, Mr. Thank you, Mr. Federline and Claire and Lindsay, for having confirmation and teaching me about our religion. And thank you, God, for making communities and the wonders that come from them. Um, Good morning. morning. Hello, my name is Connor McGovern, and my first introduction to the First Presbyterian Church was through the preschool. I began at age two and a half, and then began attending church services about seven years ago. Over the years, I've been involved with choir and bells. Now in ninth grade, it became time to join confirmation class as the next step for someone my age. As the weeks progressed and our final confirmation class drew near, I began to question my faith and if I should in fact pursue becoming a member of this church. Days of reflection followed. I thought about the things in my life that motivate me and bring me joy. At the top of that list is rowing. 
At first I was hesitant to join the rowing team because I didn't really know much about it and I hadn't done anything like it before. I ended up really enjoying rowing and especially liked feeling like a part of a team, a community. I made some great new friends and felt proud of the efforts I was putting forward. I found myself more focused in school and felt happier than I had in years. Several weeks into our fall season, I sprained my wrist and was out of rowing for weeks. Immediately, I felt disconnected from my team and I lost my spot in the boat. Through my reflection, I saw, many sim I saw several similarities between my experience with the crew team and my journey with the church. I had the same apprehensive feelings about joining the church as I did with joining the rowing team. I have also developed friendships with people I've met through the church. Being a part of the music program always brings me joy. I've come to realize that one significant difference between the crew team and the church is I will never be displaced from this boat, our church. I know my faith and connection with God will only grow stronger as I paddle my boat through life. I've come to understand that if there ever time comes a time where I cannot paddle, the church, my boat, will be there to support me, pray with me, and guide me. This is a very unique thing, and now I realize that my commitment to the church can also bring me feelings of fulfillment. For if we are faithless, we are Christless, and graceless, hopeless, and joyless. You'll be happy to know that I am once again practicing daily with my rowing team and have regained, regained that connection with that community. I've realized the more connection I feel to various communities, the more fulfilled I am. Amen. Good morning, everyone. My name is Luke Wackes. Community of faith. Some of us may wonder what those words mean. To me, it means the wonderful people of this church, the people who help bring myself and my family back to church, the people who push me to live in God's image and be my best self, people like Ms. Gab, Ms. Jill, Pastor Nikki, Pastor Marvin, Pastor Bill, Mr. McGlade, all of my fellow confirmants, and the people who are here with us nearly every Sunday during and after church, Ms. Lindsay, Claire, and Mr. Federline. So to all of you I named and everyone a part of this church, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I've had some very low lows in my life, and right now I think I'm at my highest high. I've experienced a lot of loss, and that, along with COVID, made me question if I would ever be back to this church consistently, or if I wanted to be. I questioned my faith and decided to go to confirmation class to test the waters of being back, and I'm really glad I did. I learned so much and had a lot of fun too. I felt involved like never before, and I knew that this church was my home. I wanted to be here every Sunday, and I felt happy when I was here. I felt part of the community, and I realized something. This church isn't functional without every one of us being here. Everyone plays an important role, no matter how big or how small. We were all connected to the church, and it wouldn't function without everyone. This church community is perfect. We are loving, kind, and important to this church's function in our own way. 
A Bible verse that describes our church perfectly is from Corinthians 1, which Jake just read. In this verse it says, If the whole Bible were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chooses. Our church community of faith is just like a body. We are all important parts in the church and are all needed. This church wouldn't function without each and every one of you. I've learned many things since coming back to this church. There are three important things that I've learned. One is that I love this church with all my heart. The second is that I have so many people here that make me happy and have reminded me why I love this church community so much. When I came back to our church for confirmation class, I've experienced a lot of loss. I didn't know if God was looking over me or if he was even real. I had trouble with what I believed in. I went to my first class and never looked back. They helped me look at it in a different way without even knowing it. I changed my view to become what it is now, which is that sometimes God doesn't give us the outcome we want, but he's always listening. The other part of this is that I learned that if you surround yourself with positive people, it changes your outlook and happiness for the better. My fellow confirmands always were happy and positive, and that spread to me. They uplifted my spirits and made me show interest in joining this class. None of them may know it, but they helped me the most. This did many things for me and my family. This brought me and my family back to church. Everyone here has helped me more than they think. These people have changed me for the better and have helped me rediscover my love for church. I'm genuinely excited to come to church every Sunday, and I've been here every Sunday. I truthfully say this. I've chosen church over sports recently, and I think I will continue to do that in the future. I want to live in Christ's image of the, to the best of my ability. I want to be here with all of you. Everyone in this community of faith are gears in the machine of this church. All members and possible members in the future are important members of this community, and they always will be. To everyone who has spread joy, happiness, and a smile, thank you. Amen. Good morning. My name is Logan Walshina. I grew up with the most amazing parents and siblings. I have a brother and sister, both older than me, and a big extended family. They mean everything to me. They are my backbone and my go-to people. I was the happiest kid alive. I would jump with happiness after making a wish off of a dandelion I picked from the ground at Crow's Woods. I love dogs and all animals. And there was a video of me when I was three, and I pointed out a tree with buds on it in the winter and said, Daddy, these are going to become flowers in the springtime. I am a nature gal. Anytime someone asks me what my hobbies are, it's always being outside. I love walking in fresh air, skiing, going to the beach, and being in the sunshine. Nature just makes me happy. So when COVID hit and I was stuck in my room, surrounded by four white walls, I had a really rough time. It sounds fun to have no school. You get to sit in bed while being in class and finish school in about three hours when your Zoom calls were over. But I didn't think it was fun. I lost touch with everything. I was having trouble with friends, and everyone, seemed, and everyone else seemed like they were thriving. Even though I was still friends with my friends and at home with my family, I wasn't. I lost a connection with everyone, including myself, even though I didn't realize it. It was almost a blur. 
I was still alive, but I wasn't living. I was just surviving. And so it came to the point where I couldn't focus. I was anxious about every little thing. I dreaded going to school because I did not feel like myself. I also felt like I was bringing everyone else around me down because they knew I wasn't myself. It all piled on. One day I was in my room, I was in my mom's room, and I guess I looked sad or something, and my mom asked me, are you okay? You don't seem like yourself lately. And I just broke down. I was crying and crying and crying, but I didn't know how to stop, and I didn't know why I was crying. And I felt like I wasn't allowed to feel this way, or I didn't deserve help, because there are people just 10 minutes away in Camden who barely have food, don't have stable homes, and are barely surviving. So how could a privileged girl in Hanfield with a supportive family and friends in a nice house with a whole pantry of food possibly be feeling alone and lost? I couldn't accept that maybe I needed help. So my mom took it into her own hands, and we went on a mission to find my happiness again. Unfortunately, so many people have had sad stories about COVID. Everyone in this room was affected by COVID in some way. I think COVID created a loss of connection between people, but it gave us something we, we all now have in common and can relate to. Looking back, we now realize that during a time of weakness, we still had each other and God to lean on. However, at the time, I did not have God. My whole life, I wasn't really involved with the church. I didn't go to Sunday school. My family only went to service on holidays. But even as life got busier and I got older, we really just stopped going to the church altogether. So coming to confirmation class, my only real knowledge of the Presbyterian Church was from Global Issues class freshman year, when we learned about the whole Reformation with Henry VIII. But I almost think not being involved in the church my whole life gave me an opportunity to form my own beliefs and relationship with God. I had no preconceived notions of Jesus or Presbyterianism because I hadn't been influenced by anyone. Although I had doubt when first coming to confirmation class, because I didn't know, I didn't understand why God allows such violence and sadness in our world. And to be honest, I still don't really know why. I thought everyone believed that God makes everything happen for a reason. But how could the bombing of an innocent country in the war of Ukraine have any good outcome? A mudslide in Haiti that wiped out thousands of people, leaving them without homes, food, or money. Hate and murders of innocent human beings in a free country. Families suffering with cancer that leave them in debt and suffering from the loss of a loved one. How could God let all of this happen? So I looked it up, and I even talked to Pastor Nikki because it upsets me to feel so hopeless, helpless, and leave God to fix all of it when it seems like he isn't there. I found this paragraph to try to answer my question. When bad things happen, we want answers. The truth is, you can't know all the reasons why God lets bad things happen. We live in a world that is marred by sins. So difficulties and disappointments are bound to cross our path. Nevertheless, if you ask God for discernment, you can begin to understand why he allowed something to occur. You can also discover how God can redeem the situation and bring benefits to your life. The church proves to me every day that we can fight against discrimination, feed the hungry, help the homeless, and make peace living in God's image. So I realized coming to confirmation class and meeting other members in church is a new community I could be a part of. Although many of us have different beliefs and views, we all value the presence of God. We have been learning about the power of the church, community, and confirmation class. This is a scripture from Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9-12 through 12, that Thomas read. Two are better than one, because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? 
Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is now quickly broken. I really like this verse from the Bible because it is explaining that two is better than one and that when we stand together as a community, we are better. Another lesson I learned while finding myself again is that I could get back up and live. I looked back at my journal and I had written, I will never be my happy-go-lucky, energetic little girl again, and that's okay. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Everyone goes through things that change them forever, and I was so proud of myself because I could accept that I wasn't okay, now I am, and I won't be the same as that little girl, but I am a new, better version of myself. I felt alone. I wasn't present in life, but the only way I got through it and started living again was my mom for the most part, but my communities. I gained back my relationships and connections with my family, friends, school, sports, crew, and now I'm so happy because I have another community that I can rely on. I was given the opportunity to learn about our faith, which gave me a whole new perspective on life. I got to learn about the power of our community and having a relationship with God. We are given hope every day, and I am on the journey to finding a relationship with God. The feeling of having people with me is so powerful. The world is a scary place where stuff happens, and having others is one of the most important things we can have. Having the support of people is what saved me and is what will save thousands of other people. So thank you for another community and for listening. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review this podcast so that we can reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ. To support our ministry, go to www.haddonfieldprez.org and click on the Give tab at the top of the page. Grace and peace be with you.